We sit glued to the TV set all night And every night Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright We got nothing better to do Than watch TV and have a couple of Hello and welcome to TV Times 3 episode 246 On this episode we've got some cancellation and renewal news And then we'll be discussing recent episodes of Gotham And Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. The series premiere of The Flash And the third season premiere of Arrow and the Big Bang Theory, plus a reality check and some TV recommendations at the end. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 246. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TVaholic from tvaholic.com, and this week we have joining us... The Real Brian, or The Shadow, from ProfitCast, Central City Underground, and Arrow Squad. Welcome. All right, Brian, thank you, thank you for joining us. It's yeah. great to be here. Glad I'm to so have excited. you. <laughs> we're kind of doing it all. I mean, aside from Big Bang, we're kind of doing it all comic book uh, podcast yeah. night, so that should be fun. And I'm actually caught up on everything. So nice. I was saying to the guys before we recorded that I was away for a week and I'm behind on everything else, but I made sure to actually have something to say or at least have watched yeah. everything we're going to talk about. So I'm not just <laughs> like, wait, which episode was this? So we're good to go. So, so welcome. And- yeah, there you go. Nice and <laughs> nice and plan nice and planned out and everything. You just ahead yeah. of time. I mean, you know? that, what, I mean listen, what are the odds? I'm guaranteeing that I'm going to have a lot of great stuff to say, <laughs> but I'm going to know what you're talking about. Uh, so the news, couple things, a lot of things. Uh, ABC has picked up Blackish and How to Get Away with Murder for full seasons. Blackish will go to 22 episodes, the normal 13 plus nine. How to Get Away with Murder goes from 13 to 15. So they really got yeah. two episodes. Or it was always originally going to be 15 and they just hadn't announced yeah. it yet or Something or like Viola Davis has it in her contract that she won't do more than that. And I don't blame her. Yeah. Well, um, it's pretty much like, you know, Kevin Bacon on the following. He, only, yeah. only, only contracted to do a, a limited number of episodes, which is probably both good for the show. And yeah, if you're Viola Davis, you probably got a few other things you can want to do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's. ABC. I'm excited about Blackish. I'm. It's my, one of my top comedies, so I'm glad to see it. It seems to have gotten increasingly better with each episode, so I'm glad to see that. And see what happens when you put a good comedy behind Modern Family. Yeah. Cough, trophy wife. <laughs> you mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, look what the Goldbergs is doing behind the middle. This. Uh, it always should have been trophy wife behind Modern Family, but whatever. Yeah, what are the what are the odds that a family comedy behind a family comedy would actually potentially exactly. work better than BBC. than on. some young adult date night comedy <laughs> or something after a family comedy? Because that's exactly because that all makes sense. Um, but maybe they finally kind of found their stride, so that's good news. It only took them like what Modern Family's been on for this, what is this the season? sixth season? Yeah, sixth season. It only and and they've tried pretty much. I mean, they've tried both good and bad shows behind Modern exactly. Family, but nothing has nothing since uh, Suburgatory be like the closest thing to a exactly. family comedy that that aired behind it. So kudos to them. I'm very far behind on how to get away with murder, like all episodes behind except the pilot. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I get caught up. So I like don't three know. episodes behind. Yeah, I think there it, it just keeps racking up. <laughs> Excuse me, and it's one of those shows where I'm like, I don't really know if I care enough to get caught up. Yeah, but maybe I'll read a recap or something. 
Amazon has renewed Transparent for a second season. I don't have Amazon Prime, so I haven't been watching, but I hear nothing. Okay, I hear mostly nothing but good things. But then some people are like, I don't understand how that show was renewed or even made. So I don't know if it's good or bad. Amazon seems happy with it. I haven't watched past the pilot, but after watching the pilot, I was just like, I don't need to see any more of this. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those. Yeah, and, and... Granted, part of it was I went into it thinking comedy, and it's really more of one of those like half hour, like go on kind of well kind of dr- yeah kind of a dramedy thing you know more you know not go on well, more yeah. like a Nurse Jackie that type of you know it's more like yeah. a half hour drama that has some comedy elements to it you know so that could have colored uh, my judgment plus you know maybe after two or three episodes you got a better picture of what uh, what things are or what some of the characters are, but everybody was just super annoying. And it it was my least favorite of that round of Amazon Prime pilots, you know, and then they picked up practically everything from that one. And uh, yeah, but it became, yeah, that's one of those shows that became the uh, critical darling over the last few months. It's, it pretty much shows up in everybody's top five for, uh, you know, new shows. Is it because of the gossip aspect? I mean, is that really because it's like you're saying you didn't like it and it's like, eh, you know, I mean, it doesn't look interesting to me either, but is it just because people are so addicted to that, like gossip standpoint? Yeah, I think it's, uh, I don't know. I, it's one of those shows. uh, I said this previously. It's one of those shows that, uh, is around a topic that doesn't really get covered on, you know, TV much. Uh Yeah. Yeah, And I think that any show that tackles these types of issues seem to get pushed to the forefront. Like faking it, which is not a good show, but everybody loves it because it covers things we don't see. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, it's perfect. You know, you want to cover this episode, just do it with something that's good you know, <laughs> or right. entertaining uh, and not just push, not just all, uh, all of a sudden push forefront, you know, push to the forefront, anything that, uh, that tackles various issues, uh, you know, that aren't normally, you know, that you don't see a lot of on TV. So sure. But I think this is the one that got, uh, it got sort of some of the, some critical praise early on. Uh, and so I think it was Amazon's attempt to get their sort of oranges, the new black, mm-hmm. the sort of thing that yeah. people are going to write about and stuff. Uh, Cause you know, alpha house wasn't really that show. So, you know, but I don't know. It, That'll be best I, I I need to. I I want to watch it. It's one of those that's sort of on the list of it doesn't really interest me, but the whole idea of what's happened with it interests me, and so now I want to go and see. Like, did I miss something, or is it just bizarre that this got you know <laughs> pushed out there like that? Right. I'm convinced people are watching different shows than I'm watching. <laughs> Constantly. Yeah. I'm like, what network, what NBC are you watching, people? What Fox Red Band Society are you watching, people who like it? It seems to be less and less of those each week. It's true. Yeah. Um, AMC has canceled all of their reality shows except Comic Book Men and Talking Dead and has renewed The Walking Dead for a sixth season. Seems to be a thing because USA, it's not on here, so I'll just add it here. But USA kind of scrapped all their comedy plans, too. Which, except for Sirens, and Benched, and it looks like, I mean, it's not official, but it sounds like Playing House will then be canceled. 
but it's just this big kind of universal, okay, where we're going to focus on our drama realities out. USA is going to focus on drama comedies out. So it's kind of a sweeping statement. I mean, yeah, they were starting to, USA was starting to, to look at, you know, some more half hour comedies, but the problem I have with their, like, we're focusing on dramas is where are some of the fun, like right. all the things that seem to be coming down the pike may be good, but I'm still like, where are the, where, where are the, the monks and the, and the psychs and the things like that? Like those right. are, I, I like, a, you know, a few of those. It was kind of like when sci-fi, you know, they're, they're like, look at all the sci-fi shows we're picking up. And I'm like, well, that's great. But where are the Eurekas and the warehouse mm-hmm. 13s? Oh, I yeah. like those too. You know, it, like yeah. it, it doesn't have to be one or the other. Right. So the, we're looking at dramas that, it's not that, you know, not all of their comedies have done all that well, right. uh, but I would like to see, because they was like, we're going back to our, you know, our roots. And I was like, no, dude, your roots are comedy. Yeah, your roots are like <laughs> hour long, are like hour long <laughs> comedies, man. That's like your. Exactly. That's the, those are the shows that like put you on the map for scripted te- television. So, uh, Yeah. I- I think it's important that to note that AMC renewed The Walking Dead before ratings for this week came in. Ratings that were 17 million viewers. Wow. 11 million of which were the 18 to 49. Yeah, for whatever reason, they've created the like one of the one hour long shows that it's like insane. That like people want to watch. You know, people need to watch like right then. Yeah. So that uh, that is one that is people are yeah. Oh, my dog's barking at the neighbors. Yeah. The door's not even open. That they they're just like they they want to watch it now. Well, they're gonna uh, get yeah. spoiled otherwise. Yeah, you don't want to get spoiled or yeah, and and stuff. And so, it's sort of the yeah. It's you know right now the shows. I mean that's part of uh, sort of the the you know how to how to get away with murder has that sort of twisty storytelling mm-hmm. thing to it that you know like scandal. So there you know there's some shows that are going. The problem is is you can't do that with like every show. Right. Every, yeah. every, I mean, you, there's you, just no way it, it would, you know, yeah, it just, uh, but it's, it's, it's pretty interesting to see how well I'm interested to see if that really does translate over to their companion series. If people will be, I don't know. care about that at all. I yeah. don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. But interesting to see that AMC is for the most part going away from their, you know, their reality stuff, which, never quite fit with their overall right uh, i mean they were they they sort of were trying to go for a more upscale reality show like in some of the i don't know some of the things that they were talking or at least trying to like comic book men maybe make it something uh, somewhat compatible with you know Mm -hmm. like a walking dead and uh but then i don't even really count talking dead as like a reality show you know it's just an it's an after show they're of course they're going to keep that, you know, <laughs> when half the people stick around and watch something that costs almost nothing to produce, of course they're going to keep that show. Exactly. So that's AMC. Um, I lost my email again. Okay, there it is. BET has announced the upcoming season, uh, the game, the ninth season will be its last. Uh, I did not know that that show was in its ninth season, mm. but it is. Yeah, I know. You kind of forget that it's, it's actually been on BET for a while since, you know, this is a, this is two shows on this list that have been canceled for a second time. 
but at least this one, you know, it got a, it had a, you know, four seasons, I think. It had a really solid run. I think exactly. it had four seasons before it got canceled off of, uh, what was it? Uh, UPN. Yeah, it was on, yeah. So it's like, you know, it basically got canceled because it didn't get picked up to the WB when that, that got created. So Right, to CW. And then it was a little while after that that it got picked up. Yeah, at least two BET. seasons afterwards it came back. So it's so, been the ninth season. Is probably, it's like the 11th year we've known of the game. So it's been around for a while. CBS has like, – this is the other show Jason was talking about. CBS has canceled Reckless. Nope, not yet. CBS has canceled well, Reckless after one yes, season. Have. Well, they, they have. have. Canceled That's it. not the show Jason was talking about. <laughs> so Reckless has been canceled after one season. And Unforgettable after the third – uh, which has already been canceled once and then was renewed again by CBS. I don't think it will be canceled and renewed again this time. Yeah, the story um, because said they renewed... they're, sh- they're shopping it to other places, but that's pretty much these days, that's the yeah. end of every story about an early exactly. cancellation or, or something exactly. that's had some sort of... Uh... Have you podcasted since Dallas was canceled? Yeah, we mentioned that last week. I couldn't remember because uh, I was thinking how some people just don't let it go. Uh, unforgettable third year canceled and they've renewed surprisingly because i'm blown away by this that extant has been renewed the ratings were not Mm. good the storyline was not good and halle berry signed on to do different shows on hbo but apparently they that didn't matter to cbs so it's coming back and then under the dome will be back for a third season (laughs) which i stopped watching in like the first season yeah and i never i think I, i watched all the way through and then didn't watch the finale and then tried to start season two and was like, what is going on? <laughs> and stopped. Though my little cousin, she's 10, no, she's 11, and she does watch it. And so she'll sometimes ask me and I have to like, I don't want to crush her and say, no, it's a terrible show. So I say something like, no, I just haven't watched this week's episode yet. You know, so that she doesn't want to talk about it then because I haven't seen it. So <laughs> yeah, sorry, no, Madison. No, no spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the extent one. It didn't do – it's one of those weird ones. It didn't do nearly as well as they were hoping because obviously they were hoping that it was going to do like under the dome type numbers did in the first season. Right. But yet for the summer and it still did relatively – you know, it still did like 8 million viewers or something like that. So these days that's nothing to sneeze at even if they're – even if a high concentration of them are not in the lauded right. t- 18 right. to 49 demo, which I still don't get – exactly why it's always 18 to 49 it's like somebody that turns 50 51 like they're not buying stuff anymore like they They don't matter or they they, yeah they they, here's the thing are they setting their ways so much that they're just like advertising not going to work on those old people anymore on top of all the other (laughs) things that goes wrong and then like 18 to 49 we're living longer now so (laughs) people that are 50 to 70 are still out there buying things yeah and current things they're more technologically savvy they the 18 to 49 is an old thing that needs to be revamped among all the other things that needs to be revamped it just blows my mind it's an old school demographic you know move on to something that makes more sense for people that actually like the show you know it doesn't matter how old they are anymore Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, you think about it. The people that are watching, like, a show on the CW, and they're still looking for that 18 to 49, probably more so the 18 to 25. But just advertise things for people that are watching the show. Don't <sighs> – I never understand it. Like, don't advertise something that is going to be, like, your late 40s 
for someone that's watching a CW drama that's in their 18, 19, you know, at college or whatever, just get better at advertising. Or well, something. there yeah. was there was a time where it did sort of make sense because the younger, older people, you could get to them through various things. Mm-hmm. You know, and the younger a younger group of people, uh, if you could get a high concentration of them actually watching a show, uh, that was you know that was one of your only times to be able to get at them. They weren't, right. they weren't doing a lot of the, you know, the other places, that, you know, magazines or, or whatnot as much as, as, a, as an older demo, but that, that's like change. It's like the, the people that you, you know, when that, when that demo was really important, you know, actually was important. All those people are all over 50 now. So, but yeah, like things have changed so much that, uh, if you have, I think if you have any group of people watching the show, you just need to figure out how to market for them. Market, oh, yeah. yeah, market better to that to that group. So yeah. we're still talking about the news, but I'm going to keep going. So Fox has picked up Gotham for a full season, which it was picked up for 16 episodes. So now it's gotten the back six. But I read somewhere today that somebody said at Comic Con they talked to the EP. And they said, or I don't know if it was Bruno Heller or someone else, but they talked to someone who said, we have our story planned for a 16-episode season. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought, was that they so they had already like, got the more than... terrible episodes behind it? I, I don't... Yeah. Yeah, or it's going to be one of those... That. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know how you either have it arced and you come to what would have been your conclusion, and then you do a six-episode mini-season to set up... Right going you know something going into a second season or or they do an alternate timeline and you know <laughs> bruce wayne dies as a kid and so you know there's like oh no you know for six episodes and then season two is just a mess yeah i don't know it just <laughs> no way don't go there or the other option is you get six filler episodes throughout the you know then what was oh that would be right. terrible that they try and that they that they try and put something else in and 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 fit it into the arc that they were already going with, and then and then when you're watching it feels stretched out, uh, so I don't I don't know what you I don't know what you do with that I mean otherwise it you end up with like seasons of Chuck, where yeah. <laughs> they didn't, they never knew when that show was going to get canceled so <laughs> right. they very every time they got new episodes they just wrote that section to a conclusion. <laughs> for the most part or a semi conclusion and then uh, and then they picked up again you know in a in a new season or a new half a season or or what have you so i don't know that yeah that's a that's a weird one cuz i thought although gotham's been weird all along cuz it, it was one of those that it seemed like it, it was like originally picked up two series but then they filmed a pilot yeah and then it was picked up again to series and then they like last you know last spring or whatever said it's actually you know we're picking it up and you're like wait wasn't it picked up and so somehow it went from series order to not series order to let's just do a pilot and make sure to oh right. we really like the pilot let's do 16 <laughs> yeah I, they don't know what they're doing over there since kevin riley was axed who knows what's happening but so that's that's fox and then it's not on here, but Sci-Fi has moved Ascension from November to December, 
which I don't know if it's because they watched Ascension and were like, ooh, this isn't going to make it over six weeks, <laughs> so let's just run it over three nights for two hours, or if they really have some kind of plan. But I, I don't believe Sci-Fi has any kind of plan based on the fact that Haven is basically airing in daytime television. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the, the Ascension thing the hope is is that they saw it and went, "Wow, this works really good as a miniseries that, like, in a you know compact short se- you know setting." That's just me <laughs> hoping. I have no, no idea whether I'm. I'm still not sure exactly how it was supposed to air. I don't know if it was going to be six weeks or if it was going to be three weeks of two, you know of two hours. Right. And now it's going to be three days of two hours each, all in a row. Um, I don't know. It's. I still think the, the 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 idea of the show sounds interesting to me, but uh, I don't know. I guess we can find out more about that this weekend, Amory. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to ask that question. The news. Uh, yeah, but back to Haven for a quick second. Uh, I bet you, after it airs at seven o'clock for two weeks, it's going to be like Haven's going to air at two o'clock, one o'clock central. Like we're. <laughs> It's going to be airing during the daytime. It'll compete with like Ellen or something because seriously, they just keep moving it and then moving it earlier. And yeah, I mean, never quite just announced that it's, it's canceled. Yeah, okay? well, it never yeah. quite made sense to put it on at eight o'clock on Thursday during the fall. Like agreed, putting shows on at eight and nine o'clock during the summer, like they did with sure. Defiance and Dominion, made sense. But then putting it on Thursday with nothing else, like it's just this. Right. Uh, when people have been used to watching it, it's been on you know Fridays, <laughs> and so they they moved it to Fridays, but they didn't want to move Z Nation out of that, uh, right? You know that spot, and I don't know how many episodes they have of that. Uh, I'd imagine but, at least thirteen. Who knows? I don't know. It, the, and the because the, the Haven thing is weird because they picked it up for that double season, right? You know the the extended twenty six episode season five instead of picking it up for two seasons because then they had had to have renegotiated contracts. Right. So they, it's not like they're not, it's not like they still don't have like 15, what, 18 episodes or something like that still to come. Exactly. But I really do think that Haven fans should prepare for the inevitable. Well, it's not going to make it. It's, past it's likely episodes. not going to make it past the, you know, and it may be read like Eureka was renewed for all those episodes. And then those episodes were canceled. So be careful. Well, overall, it's not that bad. I think you, you know maybe they'll play out this one and then they'll actually put Haven on over the last season or the last half of the season over the next summer. Yeah. And maybe. and then it'll be, you know, it'll be the end. I just hope that they make their decision ahead of time and say, this is going <laughs> let them know so they can write yeah. towards an actual end that doesn't leave you on a cliffhanger. None because... of their cliffhangers, like none of their season premiere or season finales have been. They've all had cliffhangers. Yeah, none so of them have been all, wrapped up. They all go towards a cliffhanger. So, uh, yeah, if they do that and then cancel it, that would be, you know, that'd be like not quite as bad, but that'd be like what they did with Dallas, basically blow somebody up and then cancel the show. Not ever, not ever know whether that person died or not. Huh. Uh, we shall see. So that's right. the news. Moving on to prime time, the Big Bang Theory. Season eight, episode four, the hookup reverberation. Um, <laughs> I mean, let's 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 talk about the season eight period. Yeah, I mean, really, like, 
who okay have you seen all the seasons so far yeah yes all right what did you think of last season compared to what we're going right now uh, I don't know. I, it's hard to. I kind of really feel remember. like it has gone downhill since yeah. it started. I don't know. I stay <laughs> <laughs> kind of with you on that one. <laughs> that series premiere was great, man. It's been going downhill for six years. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I still like it. There's there's some there's some funny stuff, but. I don't know that it's appreciably different than last season overall. I don't know. Uh, the I, Just in this episode, I mean, I, there's just stuff that I I like. Like, I like Raj with his, you know, he just can't get out of his own way type, right. type of stuff. And he, yeah. and he just looks at his girlfriend and he goes, you see why I've been single most of my adult <laughs> life, right? <laughs> you know, those yeah. line, That's a good those, line. Those lines are funny. So they have some... They they do they do some funny stuff uh, within the episodes, and some of it is just a time thing. That over time you just sometimes you start to fall away yeah. a yeah. little bit, and yeah, it's you've seen so much in it. At least with this show, though, they've done a good job of actually get, letting characters develop, and they didn't Which do a whole lot of that because they didn't want to do that in yeah, the beginning. They, yeah. they always said that they never would. <laughs> But it gets to a certain point where you got to, and then once they started, at, they found that adding in some of the more female characters really worked for the show. They, they you know, they couldn't just leave uh, them exactly the same because people would have stopped. And so right. for a while now, I think they've found the right balance of doing what they've always done, but letting the characters grow. But I don't know, I, I, but I, because I, I don't, I say I don't know that it's much different than last season because I wasn't super. Like, can't wait to see the next episode of the Bang, Big Bang Theory last season either. So yeah, yeah, same here. You know, I covered Big Bang Theory last year, and and I was kind of in that same spot where it's like the first few seasons they were great, they were unique, nobody was doing anything like that. And then yeah, you know, kind of like you're saying, it's like well, we had to grow them up and introducing you know the girls and everything. And I thought yeah, but once once they introduced the girls, everything changed. The whole dynamic was different. They were less nerdy you know, doing the kind of the fun stuff like that. And all of a sudden it just became more about relationship issues. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, let's, let's face it. When I started watching big bang theory, I didn't watch it for relationship, you know, stories. I watched it for the nerdiness and for the, you know, the, the quirky aspects of them. And so now that it's, and not to mention like this last episode, you know, with, with hookup and everything, it's like, okay, I am so tired of Leonard bringing up his insecurity about he and Penny. It's like, okay, yeah. enough. It's been going on for years. Like, Get over and, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? You're engaged now. It's going to happen. Yeah. Well, maybe. But I agree with that. Well. because <laughs> Yeah. Well, because they did that in the previous episode, too. The, yeah. Both of them exactly. being like, Seriously. they're so different and and whatnot. I still thought it was, I, I still thought it would have been interesting if they would have finally taken the test and found out that they were actually like really compatible. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. That would have been like a funny end to the, to the story. But then it would have, sort of put it into some of the you know all all of this but yeah they have the yeah they, they they still keep playing off of that where you're just like yeah it seems like you should be somewhat past that now and yeah. i thought we had gotten over the whole penny and raj 15 minutes oh that gosh. happened like it didn't need to come back i think it's been five seasons or something now like that yeah. didn't need to come back and yeah. then if penny doesn't like emily then 
Emily's not long for this world because Penny is, for lack of a better term, she's a serious regular, you know, like, (laughs) and I don't know how much they're going to really be able to milk the fact that she doesn't like her because she loves Raj so much. She wants to support him. It's just going to be an annoying thing to watch. And why do we need to watch that? I like like episodes where Sheldon and Raj work together and they just don't get along or episodes where Sheldon, you know, like, I agree with you. I love the ladies. Like I love that they're, I think they're all very funny in their own right. And I think that Amy is a little stalkery, but I still think she's really funny. <laughs> oh, God. Um, well, that was a great, a that was stalkery. a great bit in the episode too, where she's like, talking about. You just, became, you just wear them down. How she became yeah. friends with Penny. <laughs> and Penny's all of a sudden finally like, yeah. Oh my God, I didn't used to like you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually like Amy in this last episode, but lately I'm just kind of like, what are they doing with her? Do they even yeah. know? Because she started off as this robotic person and then she got like real creepy and stalkerish like you were talking about. And then she got kind of like just passive or whatever. Oh, Sheldon, I care about you. And then and I don't really, what are they doing with her? They And I don't Is think Is it they just know. me? <laughs> no, it's not just you because okay. she's a different person. And I feel like, you know, as much as they have kind of grown the characters and we've seen little bits of movement, they all revert to something that they used to be. Like nothing's consistent episode to episode about things. And that's the thing, like Leonard's, you know, being insecure. There will be stretches where he's completely secure and there's nothing. And then all of a sudden, I don't know. It's like they kind of did with Jess and Nick on New Girl where suddenly it was like, oh, we can't make our, excuse me, our differences work. It's like, well, that's because you wrote the characters unevenly. You can make the differences work if the characters grow organically, but I don't think that they are. And to be in an eighth season and be like, you know, they really need to figure out what they're doing with the characters that that probably should have happened four or five years ago. Yeah. Well, I think some of that is they've allowed the characters to develop, but as you said, like the original plan was not to have really yeah. much of any. Yeah. And so how good they are at it and how much thought they actually put into it for like, you know, what, what type of season long arcs, you know, character arcs, uh, you know, that they're, that, you know, that they're thinking of doing, I don't know how much, you know, they how plan. much, how much that is planned into things over, right. uh, this is a really funny line or this would be a really funny bit. Uh, you know, like I think tonight's episode or, you know, this week's coming episode, I think, or was it last week? No, it was, uh, the upcoming episode I think is, uh, God, I'm totally blanking on which, where it's going to be. Yeah. It's coming up is that they are tonight. I'm totally Full blanking. Heaven. I totally blank on it. It got me. What is happening right now? I got lost because all of a sudden I was like, wait, Big Bang Theory. The writers are confusing us. I was confusing myself because all of a sudden I was like, you know, tonight's episode. And then I was like, wait a second, Big Bang Theory airs on Thursday. So that's not tonight. And then I was like, no, wait. It is. Wait, was it last (laughs) Thursday? No, that's not on. If football is on, it's on Monday. So, yes, it is tonight's episode where they send the girls off to Vegas and then the guys are all trying to uh, try and invent the next cool thing. Okay, so this could be good. Yeah, right. Those those type of episodes, I think they 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 play. They, they, they have really a tendency to play well. Or yeah. guys, and they they interact, and I think that works best for them. But they can't do it all the time because they've now made all these people regulars. I know. I don't know. I don't know. And then, well, then they've got three more seasons, and it's kind of like, what are I they going to do? It's dragging itself out, and everyone's like all excited about, oh, we renewed three seasons. But then I thought, is that a good thing, or should they end yeah. it with people wanting more? Yeah, I because know. I mean, People keep I don't watching. think the ratings, the ratings yeah, haven't gone down yet. I don't think we're at a point like everybody's kind of flocking to it, but it's not doing anything 
inventive or interesting or different no, that, I don't know. that all these people should be flocking to. Like, like we talk about the walking dead and the ratings, like the walking dead is doing something and is, is interesting and is, you know, violent and really exploring characters and that yeah. kind of thing. So I understand why millions of people are flocking to it. Big bang. On the other hand, it's like, Oh, it's just another comedy that is it's not, sh- there's no through line to keep me like, yeah. Hoping for anything. It's the shut your brain off and, and just, yeah. you know, mindless entertainment kind of stuff. Exactly. So, and it, you know, sometimes you laugh and, and the laughs are great. And sometimes you're just like, what, what just happened? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And when I laugh, I really do enjoy it. And I do, yeah. you know, I think the guys are all very funny, but it's just, I don't know how much longer. I knew I was yet. watching it wrong. I'm <laughs> forgetting to turn my brain off when I'm watching right. it. Exactly. Yeah. As soon as you that do that, you'll be fine. <laughs> Then it becomes really great. I've been actually, I've been been actually paying attention and watching it. That's my problem. You're analyzing Penny too much. You know, it's like no, 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 no. Just, just you know, turn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like many chlorides in the force. You know, (laughs) they they cut, they cut, they cut Penny's hair, and the show just, and the show just lost it. Oh yeah, my god. I, that was I did see someone the, like the day after the premiere. They were like, "Oh, I bet you she's back in extensions." I'm like, no, her hair didn't affect the ratings like Felicity did. It's <laughs> nothing like that. Okay. Um. Anyway, so that's, that's the big bang. There you go. There you have it. Goth. Okay. Remember earlier when I was talking about people are watching different shows and I'm watching. Yeah. Here comes Gotham season one, episode three, the Balloon Man. So you're not watching Gotham. Oh, I'm watching it. I'm watching a different Gotham than everybody else seems to be. Oh, okay. So tell me you're, you're, uh, you're not, yeah, you're not enjoying it. As, as I am not. I, I really? feel like it's a struggle for me to get through episodes. And it's interesting because I like the individual parts. I love Donald Logue. And I think that he's doing great work of this kind of like 1940s noirish cop, mm-hmm. but he's in a different show than half the other people are in. Uh, ben McKenzie, I, I don't know what it is. He was great on Southland, but here it's just coming off really cold for me. I don't know what Jada Pinkett Smith is doing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll I, agree with you there. I, That's she could be fine character. if she was just, you know, like if she was just this kind of vicious mob boss type person, yeah. she doesn't need to put on the Eartha kit. It sounds Zamir Zaheda on SNL this weekend or two weeks ago, the Sarah Silverman episode, she did an Eartha kit in heaven thing. And it was more realistic than this character that on a sketch comedy show, than this character that Jada Pinkett Smith is doing. Like it was just, hers is so over the top. And so I don't know. I just, yeah. it's so it's too much. I really I do like. Although the I Penguin. think that's what they're going for. I mean, I mean, I guess I, it is, I but think, it's just not what I'm interested in. Well, I agree. It's annoying and it doesn't make any, and it's actually, it, it almost feels like she's a horrible actress in this. Yeah, exactly. She's better than that. We've seen yeah. her be better in things. And, yeah. you know, even though I couldn't stand Hawthorne, she was quite solid in Hawthorne. And, and this makes it look like she's never acted a day in her life. Um, so it's little things like that, that I don't, the story this, this week was interesting. You know, you have a, a, a villain that's, kind of being a vigilante, kind of trying to save Gotham, but killing people in the process. But so you kind of understand what Dan Vakadal's character was doing and the story there is interesting and how it did tie to Jim Gordon. Like that all makes sense. I like what they're doing with Selena Kyle, but there's just little yeah. things where the show isn't what I thought it would be. It's not as solid as a show as I thought. Like I thought it would come in that I would be just 
really sold on it because I'm kind of getting more into DC as I become a fan of the flash and arrow and things like that. So I'm learning more about it. And it's, I thought it would be a more interesting kind of background story for me. It's been more of a cop drama that really doesn't take in some cases it takes it too far, but in other cases it's like, it doesn't take it far enough to explain why I should care about this or why we should care that Bruce Wayne is in for five episodes or five minutes. Like, I know he goes out to be Batman, but does he really need to be there? It's just, yeah. and I see so many people commenting about how great it is and how it's the best show ever. And they're so glad it's there and they love that it's been picked up. And I'm just like, I really have, a, I, I have a very, what's the word I'm looking for? I have an, I don't know. I have an ennui about it. <laughs> I'm bored with it. What do you think? I, you know, I, think I, I, I like it personally. I've enjoyed watching it so far and, and, and the episodes to me have felt well done. I think the pilot was well produced. That was one of those things where I felt like I was watching a movie. And mm-hmm. I like that they're taking more of the Michael Keaton era Batman style. They're going yeah. back to that, you know, it, it got like you said, Gotham City's a little darker. It's got that 40s feel, at least with, you know, a couple of them. So I like that. I like the fact that, um, you know, you brought up a couple of little points. I actually like the actress that does Selena Kyle. She's phenomenal. Um, yeah. and, and I'm surprised. Uh, I like Jim Gordon. I like some of the storylines they're doing, but you're right. You know, um, Jada Pinkett Smith's character is annoying. Um, I hope they develop a little bit more with Penguin right now. He's he's okay, but some of the characters feel out of place. And you're right. It, it, it transitions between a Batman prequel origin story kind of thing to this cop drama to something totally different. And I don't think they really know what they're doing entirely yet. And I, I think that's why you've got, you know, one episode that, man, that was amazing. And then one episode that it's like, I'm not sure what they're doing. And then another episode that that was good. And it's only been three anyway, but we'll, I'm curious to see what happens tonight, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like the footing, they're still trying to figure it out. And, you know, and we're talking about, Oh, Hey, they've got six more episodes. They've got to figure out too. I think those six episodes are either going to kill this entire series or it's going to explode it into something that's just going to be spectacular. I don't know. That, that's kind of, I don't think there's going to be an in-between when it comes to this. <laughs> I agree with it's that. Either gonna, yeah. It's either going to like just like, yeah, fly or just completely sink. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. seem like one that's just going to sort of float along there. I don't know. I, 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 I got to bring this up, too. It's like, you know, you've got your DC crossovers going on with Flash and Arrow. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, let's do Gotham over here. But we're not going to have anything to do with Flash and Arrow. That okay, that could be potentially really good or really bad too, you know, as well. So I don't know what Fox is doing with it, but yeah, go ahead. My thought was, I I want to just really quickly say like Sleepy Hollow and Gotham, putting them back to back, Sleepy Hollow I was not sold on when I first watched it. And a couple episodes, it really did take me to watch it. But now I watch it and they cover so much and they they slay so much in every episode and it's action-packed. And I really do at the end of the episode say, oh my God, I feel like I was on the ride with them. Gotham has been slow for me. And I think that's part because Sleepy Hollow comes right after it. And I do tend to watch both of them on Monday nights. um, It just, it points out even more to me that Gotham doesn't have that action, that excitement, and even like the humor that like Tom Myson and, and Nicole Bahari have together on Sleepy Hollow. So I think it needs a little bit more. It needs to be a little lighter. It needs to be a little faster. It needs to be embrace the DC a little bit more, that kind of thing. It is dark. You're right about yeah. that. It's very heavy. Yeah, it, interesting. It, it is dark. It's it's it does move a a little bit slower pace than uh, you know than the yeah than the sleepy hollows and the scandals of the world that mm-hmm. just uh, or you know what vampire diaries used to do and it's right. 
in its heyday that just just flashed through a story, you know, where you're just like, where are they even going to go with this? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, past this because they're just like zipping through so much. Uh, but there's I the thing is, is I think you're you're both right that they haven't quite exactly figured out the right mix of what they, you know, and going through it with all these different things that they're trying to sort of blend together. But I think there's so far there's been enough there that I'm interested to like continue to see, you know, if eight episodes from now, it still feels, you know, that, that way, then, you know, I don't know. That seems like they should have been able to figure some things out by then. Uh, but I think, it, you know, pilots are hard. It, beginnings of series are hard because you have, you know, an idea and you, you're working towards it. But uh, you start to see different things like, you know, the people that you hired, you were hoping for whatever, you know, that they would mesh as a good group. Right. You know, maybe that happens. Maybe that doesn't. Sometimes it takes a little time for them to actually uh that that type of stuff to happen, you know, for the writers to see what the real strengths are of the actors to start writing towards them. And so if you get into the series and it's still sort of wishy-washy, then, you know, then you start to question the people behind it. Like, what are they, right. you know, what are they doing? But so far there's been enough uh, there that I'm interested to continue taking this journey in this world. Uh, I think it's a very interesting idea I really like the the Balloon Man episode uh, for the main reason being is because I believe the word cat or penguin wasn't used at all. Oh, yeah, the in, only thing I noticed episode. was that Selena said yeah. she could see at night. Like, that was the only yeah. thing yeah. that really was, like, about a cat, you know? So they didn't really – that's true. I didn't even think about that. But they didn't they didn't kill the fact that we know who these people yeah, are. Yeah, the first two episodes, yes. they kept just whacking you over the head with – Yeah. And you're just like, really? How many times do you have to mention that this guy is is going to be the penguin? Like, right. can't we just, you know, figure that out based on how he walks and how he exactly. acts and stuff? Exactly. Like, yeah. And make it make it a little. They they need to go for a little more subtlety with things. And I, some of it, I think, is is just make a good show. And make these types of things be, you know, people in the know, they'll get right. it. Exactly. Uh, and, and people that don't know, you know, that Oswald Cobblepot becomes the penguin, then they just see a, ba- a bad guy. And whether right. it's a good performance. A charming you know, bad guy. Whether, but yeah, whether exactly. it's just the, the, the show, uh, it could use a little, a little bit more subtlety in it. Yeah. Also, things... Things that are just dumb bother me. Like the whole idea, I I like the you know the 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 concept of the vigilante with the you know and the weird way of doing it with the balloons and stuff like that. But the idea that they had no clue that those bodies were going to come back down somewhere, right. like they just thought they floated <laughs> yeah. up in the space. I was like, really? <laughs> what? <laughs> just so like, they could give us a scene of people being shoveled off the sidewalk. Yeah. Just so uh, they, yeah, just so they could have one finally fall down and and you know land on somebody, but right. like the whole idea that that wasn't that that came as news to the detectives that was <laughs> that took me out of it for a second. Yeah. So I mean, I I agree. I'm not giving up. I like this episode better than the previous two. So it's a good sign. It sh- like yeah, it shows up. me that there maybe there's signs. So I'm interested to see tonight's, you know, in the next yeah. couple to really see. 
Because it's still hard to decipher, like, what is, what is, like, an overall series. You can sort of see, like, what a first season might be. But, like, how long, you know, are you going to do, you know, even if this show went 10 seasons. Right. You know, Batman would still not be Batman yet. You know? exactly. So it's like, yeah. you're you're not sort of going towards the, you know, that. There's no resolve. Yeah, there's there's exactly. the. Yeah. Well, there's this like is are they going to jump in time in the story that they're telling? Like is are we going to see that type of thing so that they could over, you know, like say 7 seasons or something like that, you get to a point where there's like a, you know, the the series the the city is deteriorated so bad that there's now a need for a Batman. Right. But we, you know, and maybe that's the, you know, like the ending type thing is that there's now if there's now a Batman or something, but, and yeah. then the series is over because it's never going to be a Batman series. I mean that they've pretty much said and that. Ray and I were talking about that today because people are complaining, well, you know, there's no Batman in Gotham. I'm like, well, exactly. It's an origin story. You're <laughs> not, this is about Jim Gordon. It's yes, well, Bruce are... Wayne is there, but it's not about Batman. Well, people are so used to seeing that scene in the alley and then it flashes <laughs> and it's like, that's exactly. like a flashback right. or something like that. And then you, right. you get to present day and there's, there's Batman. And this time it was, no, there's, you know, Jim, Cor Jim Gordon, you know, rookie right. detective. Uh, so I think so it'd be I cool agree. to see them jump I'm... forward and see still it's about Jim Gordon, but you've got yeah. Batman and you've got the superheroes that are actually out there doing the stuff, but it's not the focus. I still think right. that would be cool and probably because, more yeah, cool. I'll a lot of the movies don't focus on, you know, for, you know, the last couple of ones, Gary Oldman doing his daily yeah. stuff. You know, we don't know what Jim Gordon does while Batman's out there saving things. <laughs> we just know that he's there and they share a nod and you know, that kind of thing. So I don't know. I'm not so going to give up on it. Though. I'll watch it. I have to ask this, this yeah. Barbara, his fiance who will become Barbara Gordon. Is this the Barbara Gordon that becomes Batgirl and then Oracle or are they She's totally pretty... just jacking with us? I mean, is he going to have another Barbara? Was it his daughter? Or was it his wife? Well, I didn't think it was his wife because I thought it was somebody totally different. But that's why I was like, wait, what? Because I know Barbara Gordon is Batgirl, but yeah, I but don't know how that relates to Jim Gordon. I didn't think it did, but maybe it does. I, I don't know. My maybe Batman for this background, they much. are. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. not I'm not Yeah, up on really like the Batman comics. I mean, I'm just thinking of the only the, the only. The only Barbara Gordon as Batgirl that I know of is from the original TV series. Oh, here we go. I'm I'm googling it because of course. And she was like the daughter of the of Commissioner yeah. Gordon. Oh, she okay. is the daughter of Gotham City Police Commissioner James Gordon. Her civilian identity is given a doctorate in library science, and she is employed as head of Gotham City Public Library. So, so he names his daughter Barbara. Now that's that's another question though. Gotcha. Does this Barbara die, and then he has a fond memory of her, and so he names his daughter Barbara? Oh. So that's a whole other way they could take it. But or that maybe, also makes me feel better about the fact that Barbara currently is significantly older than Batman. That's what I thought. To be called Batgirl. So. Yeah, exactly. Unless this Barbara Gordon takes like some kind of weird, you know, whatever, and, and stays everlastingly young. Right, and then, exactly. Yeah, you know, we get into this whole, well, maybe that's her superpower. Right. <laughs> Who right. knows? And are they going to be bringing in superpowers? That's the other question. Exactly. Because that, Arrow didn't do that for so a while. it's so dark and it's so cop noir drama yeah. that 
I don't know if it will. And then it's like, well, you need it to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm, mm. I'm perfectly fine with it staying the cop drama, you know, type of thing. They just need to do better at it. Yeah. 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 I mean, the atmospherics and everything, uh, you know, visually, it's really good. Uh, there are some good performances taking place. Uh, like I said, I think the Balloon Man episode was interesting, and it overall could use a little more subtlety in its, uh, you know, sort of Batman Easter eggs. It's sort of like, yeah, it's sort of like here, just put it on screen. You don't have to throw it at me. Exactly. You know, type of thing. You know. You don't so that's to... uh, so that's Gotham. Let's talk about another first season of another DC comic, The Flash. Oh, yes. oh Season yes. one, episode one, pilot. I was a huge fan, a huge fan of Grant Gustin when he was on Arrow. Like, I was not an Arrow watcher. I got caught up on Arrow, and then I finally understood what was great about Grant Gustin. And I loved him as Barry, and I loved Barry and Felicity. And I, so I was totally on board. I was excited to see what happened. And I have to say, the pilot lived up to my expectations, probably exceeded it. I think he's so charming, and he's so, like, relatable, and, and you want to, to root for him. I like his team. I like everybody that we've seen in the show. I thought it was a very good, very good start to what I'm sure will be a show that rivals Arrow for kind of my favorite DC world right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> as, as you know, I, I talk about The Flash over on Central City Underground. That's our podcast all about The Flash. And, um, man, I'll tell you what. We were excited about it. I think the casting is perfect. I know they've got some development to do. Um, one of my only complaints about the pilot, and we talked with um, Chad Rook on two episodes ago of Central City Underground as well, who plays Clyde Martin, a.k.a. the Weather Wizard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we talked with him about it, and we got all excited because I'm like, man, and we saw you know an early release of the pilot and going and rewatching it again. But I'm like, man, you did such a great job acting the villain. But my main complaint with the whole episode is it felt rushed. I know they were trying to fit a lot into the pilot. They only had the budget 45 minutes versus like, you know, yeah. a two hour premiere, which would have been better, but they didn't develop the characters enough yet. And I think, well, they did with, they did with, um, with Barry Allen, of course, but right. I feel like, you know, his team, Cisco and Caitlin and all that, you know, we're still trying to figure out who they are. They're funny or, you know, they're quirky, but we need to figure them out. And of course, Clyde Martin's character, we know, man, he was, you know, ruthless and all, but, but tell me more about him. Why is right. he this way? What's going on? So that was my only complaint. But other than that, Oh my gosh. And there were, there were so many Easter eggs in that episode as not what they may be doing in the show. Did you see them all? I, I don't know enough to know. So maybe. Well, there's a few that were pretty exciting. I mean, obviously the Ferris air one um, nods over to Hal Jordan, green lantern. Um, They've, they've possibly talked about that. I don't know what we're going to do or we're going to see about that. The grod for gorilla grod. I don't know if they're going to be doing, there's so many things where they're going, we'll see. But um, the biggest one that I'm not sure if this was in the original teaser, uh, it was in the pilot, of course, but when his, you know, his mom's done, you see a red flash and a yellow flash. Yeah. That's running around him. And then, of course, you do see, he's like, well, I saw somebody, you know, in that, that storm or whatever was going on. And so you do see that, yeah, they're definitely going to be bringing in Professor Zoom, a.k.a. Reverse Flash at some point. And I threw out the theory. It's like, well, okay, they came in. His mom, you know, gets killed and everything. And I'm like, wait a minute, though. Is that a time travel thing where Professor Zoom comes back to try to kill Barry's mom and he comes back to try to stop him and fails? So are we looking at time travel? And then, of course, Mm. you see the newspaper at the end, which is talking about 
2024, Flash disappears in Crisis, which is a nod to Crisis on the Infinite Earths. So there's all kinds of, let's put it this way. You got Jeff Johns on there. <laughs> He's been in right. you know a lot of the comics and all that. And um, they were all interviewed talking about, we're going to make this very close to the DC universe. It's going to be one of the best adaptations you've seen. So I don't know if they're going to stick to the comics because knowing Greg Berlanti and Andrew Kreisberg, they love to mess with us and say, Hey, whatever, you know, we're going to just totally change on you. So, which is fun because then you get a whole new storyline, which is great. Yeah. I think that's uh, what they're, they're sort of going for is that uh, we've been, you know, especially with like Kreisberg, who's been writing the actual comic books and stuff like that. Yeah. They're taking the, the things that they've, they've been doing and translating them into TV show. But as we saw with arrow, they, you know, they took things and, and did them differently. You know, they weren't exactly the way you would expect it if you were a huge comic book fan. Uh, But like we were talking about with Gotham here and you were talking about some of the Easter eggs and stuff like that is that I think the flash did a good job of those things were there. And if you know what they are, you know, like I saw the, you know, the sign on the gate, for the what was it, the Grod? Yeah, Grod and, yeah, and, and yeah. stuff. And so as a as somebody just you know, watching, you're like, that's probably something. Yeah. Right. And it's and it's perfectly fine. But somebody who's like a big Flash fan or, you know, has read those those types of comics and stuff like that knows exactly what that is and and you know, gets a little extra excited. Uh, but they didn't like drop a bunch of stuff on you or they just kept like hitting you over the head with what was what was going on. They they had a little more subtlety to those types of things, and uh, I think they did. I think they did a really good job of creating a fun. You know, it was a, it was just a fun episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even though there's some you know some dark elements to it, and I think they'll we'll get to see more of uh, these. You know, developing of the other characters and stuff as we as we go on. For sure. The the only little teeny thing that bothered me was nobody mentioned that Felicity ever came to visit him. Yeah. In the pilot, right. I was like, there. It's not yeah. like they're they're doing. Obviously, they're going for the the girl that he grew up with, who's Irish. sort of his sister. Thing, yeah. You know, that's yeah. that's going to be sort of the the love interest type of thing on this show. Because uh, Felicity's not going to be there all the time, but when they were talking about it, you're like, Felicity's mentioned multiple times on Arrow that she's oh, yeah. gone to right. visit or to see him, uh, to see how he's doing and stuff. And so that that was a little weird, considering that like she's going to show up in an episode, you know, like a couple later, right? Uh, to not mention her as one of the people that came to visit him while he was in a coma. Well, to be fair, they filmed this in March, and so. A lot of those episodes with Felicity on Arrow came out in April and May. And so they were filmed after they did this. So that's that's the main reason. A little bit of retcon. Yeah, but I think they will because that's actually the thing I'm most excited about is that this will be the first two TV shows that I've ever – I think I've ever seen that is going to do this extensive of a crossover. And I was going to say – I was going to add because I watch Chicago – and I bring this up all the time. I watch Chicago PD and I watch Chicago Fire. And to me, this is like that situation where the Flash and Arrow are – they exist in the same universe. They exist in the same town – not same town, but same – you know, Barry can get there in an hour or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they exist in a world where they can have a five-minute scene where 
Barry's in Starling City. They can have a five minute scene where, you know, Felicity heads to, to Central City. Like there that exists in a world and they're not gonna shy away from it. They're gonna have big yeah. crossover episodes that are all about the two of them coming together, but those five minute little things like Chicago Fire and Chicago PD, at the end of a Chicago Fire episode, there's some cops that are on PD at the end, you know, at the bar. Like they they don't shy away from the fact that these two shows exist in the exact same world. Yeah. And I loved that even we get this this little scene with with Steven and and Grant Gustin to establish that we're going to still exist. They're going to know what we're doing, we're going to know what they're doing and that to me is exciting because it is rare that a show can like shows can do that. Yeah. Well, the only other show that I saw uh, shows that I saw that did that were Eureka and Warehouse 13, but that was very minimal. Right. And and I'm liking what they're going to be doing here too because well that's and then that's another thing is that Arrow has never done anything with superpowers on purpose and now with Flash doing that and they're being crossed over there's going to be some kind of a superpower aspect now in Arrow and it's just a matter of when and how you know I mean even uh, Harrison Wells mentions that that oh you know this you know the explosion basically covered what was it all of Central City and surrounding areas right. so how far did that go. And that's something I'm curious to see what they're going to be doing with too. But yeah, it's, it's very, very exciting. And I like that they handle that in a way that it's not like suddenly everybody has superpowers. Yeah. It is this, the part, particle accelerator change things and change people. And that to me is less a superpower, more a scientific kind of advancement yeah. that, that explains why maybe up to this point, Starling city hasn't yeah. had somebody that has experienced that. So, yeah. well, that was uh, one of the, the interesting things about last season's story arc for Arrow was, uh, you know, with the sort of the super soldier serum mm-hmm. type of thing was uh, this this idea of, you know, stronger or faster or type right. of. Uh, and, and so they, they sort of like slow stepped you into a world of uh, special abilities type of thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this one being a, a little bit different because it's obviously – some of it has to do with, you know, like where you were, or what happened to you. Cause obviously like he got zapped while he was up in the clouds, right. you know, in a plane. And so he could now start to control some of the weather and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and so they, they have some, they have a, a lot of stuff that they can do with that. It sounds like for the most part, they're going to not have a lot of super powered villains show up in, you know, in Starling city. And, uh, that they're going to mostly do that type of stuff over on the flash. But when they, since they exist in the same world, you know, they're going to have to, right. You know, whether they show up wherever they show up, uh, you know, if the flash shows up on arrow, he's still going to be really fast. So, right. yeah, <laughs> like, that's true. Yeah. Exactly. so they, they are going to do some of that, but for the most part, it sounds like they're going to try and, you know, kind of keep them a, a, a little bit separately on the, the villains that they're dealing with type of front. Right. Uh, but, but yeah, it looks like, especially with what they've got, it looks like mapped out for the first eight that they've, you know, they've got a lot of cro- both mini crossovers and full on crossovers. I think episode eight is like a huge for both shows is like the big well, I think actual yeah. crossover episode. They're going to at I, least I advertise as a crossover. Yeah. Is it, is it eight or is it, I th- I can't remember if it's uh Cause it seems like they're doing nine episodes uh, in, you know, in, like in the fall, oh, like before they take their little break for the Christmas and stuff. But I think it's an episode or two 
I can't remember if it's if it's the seventh or eighth, but it's somewhere right. around uh, because they each are having like their own sort of mid season finale ish uh, episodes that aren't necessarily part of the crossover stuff. They're doing that a little bit before the mid season finales. I think episode eight is the the crossover though because it's the brave and the bold on arrows. What it's called? Yeah, which I, is... I just remember that it's before whatever like the finale episode for the for like mid season sure. is going to be. So. But they, but before that, they've got you know multiple mini crossovers and stuff right. like that happening. I really yeah. like um, that Jesse L. Martin knows already. It's not a secret yeah. that Barry needs to keep from everybody right away. Although um, he was like, "Please don't tell my daughter. I want to keep her safe." Sure. sure. Uh, I mean, yeah. sure. But I like that he's going to have the scientific side of things, and he also is going to have kind of emotional support in Jesse's character. Um, and I love Tom Cavanaugh, and I love. Like, I don't know enough about the series to know, like, is Harrison Wells a bad guy or, or is he really a good guy trying to help? Because I don't I don't know. Like, when he stood up and he found the room and he <laughs> started walking towards the thing, I'm like, is he going to do something bad? No, he just sees the future. So I, yeah, I don't, don't know where yeah. that goes. Yeah, you don't know if he's – what his ultimate things are, you know, like, what are his goals? What is he trying to do? What, why is he hiding these things? So, yeah, there's, like, what is – what is he after? Is it good or bad? You know, ultimately you don't know. And exactly. I think the interesting thing yeah. with that character is he's a, you know, a, a new creation. Right. He's not a character out of the comics. So he's the yes. smoke. Yep. And uh, there, there is a debate that it's like, Oh, he's in a wheelchair where so is this other character. So, you know, will he become the next reverse flash since a couple people have, you know, taken on that mantle? Or is he going to become that mentor to Barry? You know, yeah, nobody really knows, but the speculations are definitely going out there now. Yeah, especially with that the way that last episode, and you're like, wait a second, is he a good guy or a bad guy? Yeah, did he, seriously. Uh, did he, uh, you know, like, did he blow up the particle accelerator on purpose? Or you know, like, did, yeah, and is what, he the yellow? Was, is he the reverse Flash that came back, killed yeah. Barry's mom, and then gave him the power kind of thing, or what? Yeah, like, what right. is this? Uh, what? Yeah, was was was. The, this sort of thing, the actual, what he was actually going for, you know, was, or hoping for, uh, who knows? There was a lot of, uh, and I like that that hasn't been telegraphed for us. I like that. I yeah. yeah. I know. And so that's I'm what I'm excited love. Yeah. to see. But these writers, they'll throw you off. And that's what I love about it. Exactly. It's so going to be great. That's the flash. We're all excited for it. And here's, um, here's another show. We'll go back to arrow. Cause I want to talk a lot about that, but Marvel's agents of shield season two, episode three, Making friends and influencing people. I tweeted last night, uh, for all of the troubles and issues that the show has, Ian DeCasticker, I don't know how to say his last name, the guy who's playing Fitz, is yeah. killing this season. Oh, he's awesome. He is so good. And I am just, I'm so invested in that, that, you know, little things, little foibles, whatever I have with the show. I'm kind of more interested now because I really want to see where that goes. So, you know, I'm going to throw out a little caveat here. I loved where they went finally after Captain America 2. And I think it was almost dying up until that point. And then all of a sudden, you know, the rest of season one was just amazing. The pilot for season two was incredible. And I completely agree with you that fits. Wow, the acting is glorious. But I feel like the last two episodes have been pretty slow. Not yeah. a lot of development yet. And I hope they don't go back to that place where it's like they drag you on for another half of a season. Because they've got so much potential and they finally found their footing. And it's like this show really could continue to explode, but don't slow down. You know what I mean? Right. 
I like that they jumped right into the season. Like, yeah. I had no idea what was happening for the first 20 minutes of the premiere. So oh, I was like, no. They just kind of, they don't explain it. There was an exposition. They were just doing it. All of a sudden, yeah. there was mercenaries. All of a sudden, you know, what's her name's dead. And it's like, hold on. I need to catch my breath. Yeah. Did I miss an episode? Awesome. And that was great because that's the feeling I wanted to have at the beginning of it. That's the feeling I started to have towards the end of the season last year. And now you're right. It's been like, okay, let me go mope a little bit to, you know, oh Brett gosh. Dalton's character. What's the name? Ward. Yeah. And, yeah. and, Obviously, we all know Simmons would never go Hydra. She's clearly going to be planted. Like, those are things that it's like, okay, be a little more something. So I, I need a yeah. little bit more of something to, you know, you can you can appease me with, with all of the fit scenes you want, the, the, the reaction he had to Ward, that kind of thing. I would watch that all the time. But something's off about Coulson and I think it's Clark yeah. Gregg. I don't think it's Coulson. I think that something's off and I, I don't know what it is or what footing he needs to find, but it's like something's weird. Well, he's not playing his lovable self. I mean, that's the thing with the, the, the Coulson that you see in the movies, you just absolutely love the character and the Coulson you see in this TV show is becoming very different. And I know, I know he's taken over the director position, but he's not the lovable Coulson that we've all gotten to know. He's becoming like this, I don't know what he is because he's not a, a oh gosh, what did I just lose his name? <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about, the former director. Yeah. <laughs> you know Fury, right? He's not a Fury either because, you know, you love Fury too. And that's the thing is that you've got this, uh, yeah, you're right. It could be Clark Gregg. It could be the Coulson writing. I don't know, but I, yeah. I feel like I'm I'm lost. I'm losing him as well. Well, I think I, that's one of those things they need to sooner rather than later figure out what these things that he's these visions and stuff like that, that he's having right. yeah, uh, so that they can, you know, they really don't need to push that out. Like they did with the, how is Coulson still alive mystery? Right. Yeah. Right. They, they did, you know, last season, but what I liked about, uh, what I liked about so far this season is that maybe this episode slowed down a little from where it was, but what I like about it is that, the second episode picked up like right from where the last episode left off. You know, this episode picks up not too far after that. Uh, they, they, they feel like they have momentum. Like they're not, and that there's not these, you know, just a one-off that there's a purpose to everything they're doing in, in the greater scheme of things uh, that they're not like one-off weird investigation type things. Why we're biding time until we can say the H word uh, type of stuff that they did in the first mm -hmm. season. That I, I really like that whatever they're doing this week, it plays into the bigger story. Like both Hydra and Shield are after you know, all these people that have that, that escaped and stuff like that during the you know, all the stuff that went on with Captain America and and all that stuff that happened on Shield after that. So there's some there's some more interesting things there and the just the way it progresses it it's a little more like in the Sleepy Hollow vein where you get a sort of the case of the week, but that case of the week provides forward momentum for the overall story. Mm -hmm. And that's much more enjoyable to me than, than just doing a case of the week. And then a couple of minutes at the end yeah, where right. you tag, tag something in, which it was more, if they did anything last season in the beginning of the season, it was more like that. Uh, so I, I like, that they seem to have taken the momentum that they had from last season and they've kept it uh, and they're, 
and you know even if things slow down here or there it just feels like i'm i'm more excited to see the next episode like i'm i'm looking more forward to uh like i was when the show first started you know like right. i was really excited for for the premiere and then i was really excited for the second episode and then my excitement started to dwindle and there were some you know fun episodes here and there throughout that uh, you know and then things started to turn around a little bit in the second half of the season and then you know really picked up and had that sort of faster pace and more uh momentum going and they've they've continued on with that and so i think we're going to see them continue on with that I can't imagine that they're going to just completely uh, go away from that. I like the addition of, is it Nick Hunter? Is that his name? The mercenary guy? Yeah. I know know his his name name is Blood in real life. I like the other, I like the other tech guy. That's been yeah, I love Henry Simmons. He's awesome. I like that this episode, you know, because they kind of have given the idea that he doesn't care what's happening with Fitz necessarily. Like he's just like, I need to get my work done. But I like that this episode found him starting to be that silent Simmons that Fitz has, where he's yeah. answering answering sentences for him. Like when he's like, they've been, they've been, and Henry Simmons was able to say brainwashed. Like they're yeah. starting to work together. So I'm interested to see when Emma, Emma, Gemma inevitably comes back, how that dynamic works, because this guy's starting to take kind of ownership and care of Fitz. Well, too. I like that in it's the, great. in the last, or the previous episode where, you know, the Gemma that was in his head, was basically saying, wait, you've been complaining that nobody is treating you right. normally, and this guy's treating you like anybody else, but you're getting mad because he's doing it. Maybe you exactly. ought to you know, work with him here or whatever. And uh, that, you know, I, I like that dynamic that they've set up there that, uh, you know, he's sort of taking on, uh, you know, working with them, and uh, yeah. they, they've started to bond a little bit. Uh, I I really I really 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 like the intro of of Simmons on the way to work. Mm-hmm. It was it was so Great like song. I love that <laughs> girl. Awesome. I love yeah. that song. But it was yeah. so like it was so like Mary Tyler Moore on her way right. to yeah. like like on her way to work type of thing. Uh, I you expected her to like throw her hat in the air when, right. <laughs> when she and got it actually to work. brought me back to you remember the episode where we first met Desmond and Lost where he was listening to, you know, make your own kind of music or, and he was on the treadmill and he was, I guess downtown was doesn't, at any rate, oh, it just yeah. kind of felt that, you know, where you don't know what's going on. Of course we know Gemma, so we know her, but it was like, um, it was funny that it kind of had that sense of this is a different show than what's actually going to happen for the rest of the episode. Yeah. And I hope yeah. Dylan Minnette's character didn't die. Cause I just love Dylan Minnette and I would love to see that guy again. See the he's Iceman the ice guy. guy. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that was the thing that I was actually hoping they would do is that they'd bring him into Shield and help him and and you know get rid of that brainwashing and all of a sudden he becomes part of their team and I thought oh my gosh that would be so cool. Yeah, for sure. And then they they shot him. I'm like no, gosh dang it, not not another one. It's like oh here we right. go, we just lost another guy. Well, they shot him and he fell in and he froze himself. Yeah. And so is he like? <laughs> I don't think he's dead. No. Is he actually no. dead or is he? They didn't find a body. Or is he more? Or yeah. is it more the uh, like Captain America situation? He froze. Himself. He yeah. cryo froze himself. So <laughs> who knows well, when he could wake up? So I don't know if it was just me too, but you know when they when they revealed, oh, Jim is working at Hydra, and I'm like, okay, I wasn't shocked. And then at the end too, and it's like, I can introduce you to your father, Sky, right. and she's like, oh, and I'm thinking again, nothing surprising. 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's like that, they're not surprising me, but at the same time, yeah, good. Like, keep going on that story arc. Let's let's develop that more. But I don't feel like they're surprising me. That's interesting. But it was also like, yeah, I saw that coming and from the first episode. Yeah, it, it was. They sort of tried to make him somewhat sympathetic because he had tried to kill himself multiple times after being captured. Yeah, uh, and whatnot. Now he's saying he won't lie to Sky. And all that type of stuff. But all it did, it was felt like they were inevitably, at some point, they were putting together a situation that the only way that they could solve XYZ is if Ward, if they let Ward out to do something. And then in this episode, he's like, he's not like, I'll tell you where your dad is. He's like... He's like, uh, I'll take you to him. If you, if you, at some point, if you let me out, I'll, I'll take you to him. And I was just like, okay, there's the storyline right. of, you know, of how he's going to get out. And, but you still don't know whether they really are trying to rehabilitate him or if he's still going to be sort of like evil ward. To me, the character's too far gone. No matter yeah. how many times he tried to kill himself, he killed, he tried to kill and killed too many people. <laughs> like, right. while in the know. Like there was a there's a period of time where they could have brought him back because, you know, sure, he's following this guy that got him out of jail and mentored him. And and, you know, that's sort of a like he said, he wasn't brainwashed, but it's kind of a brainwashing that, you know, that he followed this guy that helped him out and where nobody else had. But there came a certain time last season where he had been doing stuff for the guy and then realized what the guy was really up to. And he still made the choice to continue to follow him and, you know, push Fitzsimmons out the airlock uh, and, and whatnot. And, and, you know, he tried to re he, you know, he tried to walk that one back. Like, uh, you know, he wanted me to put a bullet in your head and, you know, I gave you guys a chance to survive. I just gave you a chance. Exactly. The problem with that is, is they got away from him and into a place where he couldn't shoot them. And so the question still remains, what if they hadn't gotten into that box? Right. What would he have done? You know, like, would he have said, hey, get in the box. I'm going to push you out. I don't think so. So yeah. they're trying to sort of rehabilitate him. But I can't tell whether it's like fake where he, he's putting something on now or, or what. But to me, that character's too far gone to make him a part of the team again at any point. I, I see. I see Ward and Sky reminding me of Penny and Leonard. Like, it's like. <laughs> enough already like we are so over this crappy stupid like banter that's going on between them and i was never i agree ward's character is done like get rid of him i hated him from the beginning i i was never a skyward fan in the first place like (laughs) i don't even know where that's their name i don't even know where that came from like i always there was like in the beginnings it always seemed like fitz sort of had a crush on sky and yeah and you know, obviously, Sky is good looking, and you know, Fitz is or, or Ward. I don't know. I'd is, argue is, about is, the bangs. Is, is a good looking guy, <laughs> but but you know, the, I never saw that. They never seemed to play it for that sort of chemistry in the beginning, and then all of a sudden, right. they came out of out of nowhere. It seemed to come out of nowhere at the end, uh, with with that, yeah. and you know, and there were some shippers for that in the in the beginning, but you were just like, really, that's not the. And and now you have the Fitzsimmons shippers, uh, and I never really saw. I mean, they have great chemistry and stuff like that too. But that was another one at the end of last season that sort of, like, they decided these were the. They had originally started in one direction, and they went, "Now nah, we're going to do these as the couplings," type of right. thing at the end, and 
I I really would like to see a, you know a show with the, with two sort of leads that are male and female. You know, just be friends. It'd be well. I'm that's Colson a twist. And the overacting Minna are just friends. Well, that's yeah. She's terrible. She's driving me crazy. Yeah, that, you know what's funny about bit, this? Like, but, I, I don't feel like anybody's really getting that much development character-wise, with the exception now of Fitz. Yeah. I but other agree. than that, I feel like most of them are very two-dimensional, very shallow. You know, they hint at their backgrounds, but they still won't tell us. And I mean, you know, yeah, Ming Na. I mean, she's her character May is just it, oh gosh, there's no emotion. Yeah. And I know that's how she was trained, but even then, it's like still don't care about her. You know, right? And I really don't care about a lot of the characters. I don't even care about Sky. It's weird. And like, I want to, as a viewer, care about these characters. Yeah, I I think there's a, they've done a little bit of it but they haven't done enough i hope that that is one thing we see more as we get some stories that that help to fill out some because that's that's sort of like the weird thing is i thought they did a really good job of introducing the new guy oh yeah like you you guys you almost known more about yeah you know the new mercenary guy totally than you know about some of the it's so true on the show forever and so i'm hoping that maybe we'll get some those type of stories for, uh, you know, some of the people that we've already, you know, that we've already seen. Yeah, I agree. And like, you know, Fitz's new friend, same kind of thing. You know, the tech guy, it's like, I feel like I've gotten to know him more and more about his care for Fitz than I have about the rest of the main characters too. Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, it sounds like we're all kind of still on board. Yeah. But but I'm definitely more on board than I was partway through last season. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean, while obviously talking about it, we, you know, we have some problems here and there with the thing. But overall, I still am way more looking forward to new episodes of that than than I ever was last season, really. And I still love the show, too, like still willing to give it a chance. And I still enjoy watching it. Like, it's not it's not like oh, I watch it and I go, hey, I enjoyed that. But it's certainly yeah. not a show that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to watch right now. If I if exactly. I put it off for a week or two or three, whatever. But I get and to you it have, eventually. You know, four solid episodes that you want to catch up. You know that you'll catch up on. Exactly. So I'm with you there. So our last show in primetime is oh. Arrow, season yes. three, episode one, The Calm, before next week's The Storm. Well, kind uh, of, before yeah, the storm. there was never a calm episode at all. No. <laughs> um, I really just want to start by talking about the end. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. I, <laughs> I am thrilled. <laughs> Sarah's dead. But, and it's not no. that Sarah's dead, because I I I understand and like the idea of the character of Sarah. Yeah. But Katie Lotz just doesn't do anything for me as an actor. Well, most people seem to would have rather the other sister get killed. Yes. Uh, this well. is true. But I so I was like, oh so, but then I saw something Mark Guggenheim was like oh, yeah, don't worry, Katie will still be around in flashbacks. And I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I want her to be dead. I just don't yeah. want her. But and I really like the idea that Sarah being dead, Laurel being aware of who everybody is, and I like the idea that this leads to what will probably be Laurel's actual becoming of Black Canary, because in yeah. the comic books, Laurel is Black Canary. So um, and she said she's been working out. Yep. Katie Cassidy did. So, um, so I, I have to say, I was very happy about what that means. It means and she's much getting less Katie math. and yeah. Yeah. Is she? Yep. I, mm-hmm. I just saw a picture of her getting fitted for that. Yeah. 
Well, they've also done a good job of showing that she can kind of take care of herself in some situations yeah. in the past. That So it won't be like if she starts training to become like – one of the masked heroes type of thing that she'll be like starting from, you know, scratch, you know, sort of like with Roy, they showed, you know, he had a lot of uh, the, uh, you know, jumping around the, uh, you know, the parkour type skills and stuff mm -hmm. like that to, oh to, as, as the base, you know, so it, it doesn't seem bizarre that, that in a, in a shorter time frame that he could be as helpful as he is. Oh yeah. Type of thing that there, you know, he, He's learning other things and in and, and fighting and you know sh shooting a bow and arrow and stuff like that. But I think they've done a good job of putting in a base there where it won't be like this was you know <laughs> she went from being you know the helpless lawyer to you know <laughs> suiting up with the rest of the right. team type right. of thing. So I, I I like that they've done that. the 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 only thing I didn't like about the episode had nothing to do with the episode. It had to do that I was while I was out to eat on, on, uh, on Wednesday is, uh, it was, you know, around like seven o'clock and I just like popped up Facebook on my phone and I started to scroll. And the third story was ex air executive producer, Mark Guggenheim talks about the calm and spoilers death. And I was, right. Damn it. I know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, know what you mean. I was like, that's not, Keeping us, it's like okay, so you haven't spoiled me on who dies, but you've told me that a, that somebody's dying, and I was like, is my own fault, really? Because I I usually on on Arrow nights and you know a couple other shows, I usually just stay away from social media altogether. Yeah. Uh, but I it was a little less enjoyment in the episode because I was watching the whole episode, going, okay, who's gonna die? Are they gonna yeah, die? I know. Because they who, do the spoiler they thing die? and you're like, Who are they gonna die? And then it finally got to the put it in the permalink like a lot of sites yeah, do. Well yeah. at least it got but it got to the you know, the two sisters talking, and I was like, Okay, now I know who's gonna die. Yep. Because right. that it that scene might not have totally translated into the one character's going to die type of scene if I hadn't known that ahead of time and it definitely would have come as more of a shock. Uh, especially since I remember in an interview that, you know, while she wasn't a, a regular character this year, she was going to be, you know, she was recurring and they had her uh, for a minimum of three episodes, you know, at the beginning of the season. And so to see somebody that you're like, <laughs> you already heard was going to be in multiple episodes, even though, you know, they have the flashbacks and stuff like that for them to just like get shot and, and uh, fall off a roof. You're, that would have been way more shocking had uh, right. I not read that. But yeah, that was that was that was the only thing is, is I sort of shot myself in the foot of watching the episode. Well, but you know, you know you're right about that. They shouldn't be doing that. Like, and that's yeah. something we talked about over on Arrow Squad. Is we've got our Facebook group, you know, and we're like, "Hey guys, we're we're gonna have a thread that says upcoming episode spoiler warning," and then you know they have to really get into it to find out because yeah, everybody was like immediately, "Oh my gosh, Sarah dies!" I'm like, "Dude, seriously, guys, not everybody's seen the episode yet." <laughs> right. Exactly. And not to mention, like, you know, most people were really upset about it. I mean, it was interesting. Like, people were like, oh my gosh, I'm raw. And I mean, like, almost crying kind of emotional attachment to this. And I thought, wow. Uh, but I'm with you a little bit. I was never the biggest fan of Katie Lotz either. Um, although towards the end of the season, I really started to like her. And I, I fault somewhat of the writers, too. They didn't give her much. Mm -hmm. um, but at the same time, you know, yeah, she's, she's an all right actress. You know, she's not phenomenal. But I'm, I'm with you on that. It's like, come on, guys. Like, don't don't spoil the episode. They, they've given a lot away on Arrow for season three prior to the season right. that I kind of stepped back and said, are they going to be surprising us? 
And they did, you know, they weren't given away that Katie was, you know, Sarah's going to die and everything. But at the same time, it was like, yeah, as soon as it happened, boom. Okay. Another spoiler guys, stop. <laughs> Just stop. Right. Yeah. I mean, one thing I also wanted to kind of talk about it, the whole Felicity and Arrow thing, which, or Fel- yeah, I, I really do like Felicity and Oliver together, but it just felt so rushed that like last episode of the last year, they kind of realized that maybe they have feelings for each other and then let's have dinner. And then if somebody gets hurt and then dinner, you know, doesn't happen or does happen, but they almost die. And then all of a sudden they're in love and it's over and they're kissing goodbye. And I'm like, I, I understand that you want to get through a lot of story and that he's protecting her and all this stuff, but it just felt so rushed and so much like they could have, I don't know. And predictable. Done it in a different way. Yeah. 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 Plus, you know, now it. you have Brandon Routh's character who's obviously yeah. going to be a love well, he, interest. He was awesome though. Who knew? That, he that used Ray to be Palmer so boring. Character. Yeah. I know. Seriously. That was one of the best characters I've seen in a while. I was laughing. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, I actually tweeted about this too. I said, who knew that Brandon Routh could actually be charming and not just a random plot contrivance like he was on Chuck? Because yeah. he was awful on Chuck. He was, and I think that might have been writing too because he was good in Scott Pilgrim, but it was yeah. just so much like, no. Like when I heard he was cast, it, it it gave me like pause because I knew what I had seen of him before. I was like, oh, great. You know, we're going to have to sit through this well. You know, because obviously he's not going to be around the whole time because they don't do that. But well, like one of the stories that I read about it is that, you know, the writers were happy to bring him on because it gave them somebody else to have Felicity banter with. Right. Because everybody else is sort of like stoic and quiet (laughs) on the show. Right. And uh, and I thought it was funny that they that the writers, they always talk of Felicity as being from another show. Like she's 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 the character they write that's like from a completely different show than Arrow because right, uh, but that they brought on another character uh, that they actually can write for to you know and they did a good job of some of those you know the uh, the bantering back and forth of the you know what she had done to his computers and, and I will say and all that in stuff. the first episode yeah. of this season I did and I throughout the whole two seasons I haven't necessarily seen the chemistry between. Emily Bett Records and Stephen Amell. But I did in this scene, like in this, where they're, you have kind of like Diggle and Roy watching these two interact and her like touching his face and all this stuff. Like it, it took it to a level where they suddenly did have chemistry and I did yeah. notice it. Yeah. I saw someone, I, I saw Adele, Adele, I love you um, if you're listening, but Adele commented on Twitter, why do we need Roy? Like, do the writers think that anybody actually likes Roy? And we're, we were like, well, he's the Arsenal now, or he's not necessarily oh, named yeah. that, but that's what he's playing. So he's yeah. in the comic books. He's not someone they created for this guy to play. And I I think that they do need him. And I, I, I don't think he's Roy. a great actor, but he's no, beautiful but and funny in real life. Like one of the funniest people I've ever known. I love um, I love where they're going with him. And I yeah. think they're going to write him in, in a very, very cool way here soon. I mean, you can only like the little things with Oliver saying like suit up and him being yeah. willing to help and, and that kind of thing. Like he's, yeah, he's, he's an integral part of the team. Absolutely. So. And you know, you're yeah. right. It's and especially since they killed off <laughs> Sarah. Yeah. They killed right. off Sarah. They definitely do need another person. Exactly. Well, I mean, it all started off with the adventures of green arrow and speedy. I mean, that's like how this whole comic series started with the green arrow. 
So right. and Speedy was Roy, you know, was, yeah. that's who he was. So uh, Arsenal came in later because he was supposed to be the Red Arrow, and that's what we were thinking he was going to be. But yeah, definitely not going down that road. Although I'm still yeah. wondering where they're going to be bringing in his demolitions and his uh, weapons expertise. We're still waiting to I, see uh, that. I'm also interested in the fact that Thea is like texting Oliver because I thought that she yeah. wasn't speaking to Oliver. What so was why would he have an update that he knew where she was? Oh, I hope she brings me, you know, some, it just felt like, did you forget that she left angrily? Or is that just somebody, or is that just uh, like Malcolm doing such? Oh. And he, and he's, you know, or something's being done and maybe Thea doesn't even know that it's Wait. being done just to keep, just to keep uh, them from like searching for her. And so what you're saying, missing. so what you're saying is that, that was Malcolm using Thea's phone to text Oliver to throw him off because they were in a totally different city. And Sarah was sent by the League of Assassins to assassinate Malcolm Merlin. And so she came to Starling City knowing that, hey, Malcolm's not here because they got the text. They're in wherever. Mm. And then, oh, that was Malcolm that killed her. And she's like, what are you doing here? Boom. Is that is that what you're saying? I feel like that would be too easy, wouldn't it? Like, wouldn't it be too easy that Malcolm is the one who kills her? Yeah, but because like, what? she well, he wasn't supposed to be there. But who else does she know that would have done it? That's the thing. Roz. Yeah, the, the, I guess. I don't know. Well, he's going to be the big bad. Maybe it was Thea. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> I love the story that they reached out to Liam Neeson, and he was like, "Yeah, I might be available for that." Could you have imagined Liam Neeson on a CW drama? <laughs> he would have never. It would have been amazing. <laughs> it would have been awesome. I know, but it would have never um, happened. Yes, I cause... do love that he like liked it enough that he was like, well, I, I could I look into it. that. Yeah. I also do think that the person they've hired as Ross doesn't seem old enough to be Nisa's dad. They're no, only like five years. Uh, I think you're, there's going to be some sort of a, a storyline of that. You know, he has some sort of abilities and powers to it, maybe that's stay a, a Lazarus pit. Yeah. Stay a little younger than. Uh, yeah. And and has been around for, uh, for quite some time or something. So that's his story in general, though. So I think that's where they're going to go with the, with that. But overall, I think uh, I, Arrow is one of the shows that I most look forward to each oh, week. Okay. And, and I, after having caught up, because I it wasn't a show that I was watching, I am actually now like okay. I had watched so much of season one and two back to back to back that I'm like this week. Of waiting, <laughs> yes, we actually yeah. killed. Me. Yeah, because I watched them. I was like, okay, push the next one. Let's see what happens next. And I'm excited to see Wentworth Miller and Dominic Purcell oh, yeah. and Robert Nepper and and they well, just cast Victor Garbo. Stop, but, uh, it's gonna be so good. I know. Oh yeah, believe me. Arrow and Flash are my. I mean, that's what I look forward to when it comes to TV. It's those two shows. Who knew that I would be a comic book series fan? Who knew? <laughs> But I am, and I look forward to both of those shows so much. Well, that's the thing for me is, like, I've never really ever read any of the comics. um, But I've always been interested in, you know, like Spider-Man, you know, as a kid, like Spider-Man cartoons and Justice League and, you know, Superman movies and stuff like that. So I've always been interested in those those types of characters. And just, like, right now is just, like, for me, (laughs) like, you know, like. Ten-year-old me would be just like <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> with like what's going yeah. on on TV right now. Exactly. So that's our prime time. Prime time. Um, <laughs> good, solid shows that we're talking about. 
talk about reality a little bit. I will never not watch Survivor of the Amazing Race. I just, I always have, you know, in season 28 and 29 and or whatever they're like in. one show, Amory. I'm watching Survivor of the Amazing Race. That'd be an amazing show. <laughs> they can find it. Um, but Survivor, it's a show that, like, it's in its 28th or 29th season, and it's still managing to get people that I can't stand and get people that I support and still actually prove to me that they can get to a tribal council and I have no idea what is going to happen. Like they still have a way of editing it in a way that I don't know, or that they really don't give it away until tribal council. Like it's still managed to be a surprising show for me and for it to be, you know, 10 years in or 13 years in whatever it's, it's actually a show I look forward to every week. And that I never thought would happen. And I never thought would happen that Nadia and Natalie, who were the twinnies from The Amazing Race, I couldn't stand them on The Amazing Race. And when I heard that they were going to be on Survivor, it was like, oh, great, there goes my Survivor season. But one of them is gone, and the other one is actually a really formidable like competitor that I suddenly find myself liking them in this situation. Uh, so and one I just, at a time, they work out yeah, really they well? Were, they were good when they weren't together. That's it. <laughs> Because uh, they were separated this season, but I uh, and I'm glad you know John Rocker kind of got his comeuppance and was blindsided. I love when somebody gets kicked off with an idol in their pocket. Uh, that to me is one of the best things that can happen because they get so confident and then they get too confident and then everybody kicks them off. So I, I'm still loving it. I'm still keeping into it. The Amazing Race. I watch it, but I also find myself more often than not just fast forwarding to see kind of who ends up where. Because I was getting caught up on it, I had missed two weeks of it because I was away, and I, I just—they're not doing enough that's really engaging my opinion. You know, my attention. I'm not sold on it. I, the dentist has evil behind his eyes; like he just looks like he wants to kill people. I—I I don't know. So I'm rooting for Bethany and Adam because she's doing this with one arm and is still coming in like first and second place. That's amazing to me. But again, it's just, I start it, I see kind of what the, the things are going to be, how much distance and how much time is between people, and then I kind of fast forward to the end. I think it's good that it's on Friday because it's not being, you know, pushed by football. But <laughs> It's not starting at... So I actually have eight, like a 30, like an hour of it. Exactly. <laughs> I have an hour of it I can watch and fast forward through versus having to go to The Amazing Race and part of The Good Wife. And then, so I'm still watching it. Um, but... It's kind of not necessarily on its last legs for me, but not necessarily the best. And Utopia. Oh, oh, Utopia. I maintain that had they not gotten awful people <laughs> to, to be with. on the show <laughs> and not aired because they, they were in the camp or whatever. They were in Utopia for a week before it aired, maybe two weeks. So they were online, so they we could see everything that was happening. And they didn't fight and yell and scream at each other 24 hours a day. But when it first started, that's all it was. The that's first a, that's two all they episodes, edited out of, out of those things, just the fights? That's all was the fighting. And so everybody just seemed like such awful people, and they were screaming at each other. And, and a lot of those people are gone now, but so were the viewers, because that's <laughs> all they saw. Like, all they saw was these people screaming at each other, Oops. not able to kind of make it work. And now they actually have some solid people and they're funny and they actually are starting to form bonds that you would see on like a survivor. And now they're starting to vote people out and be feeling terrible about it, that kind of thing. But because 
they I think because they aired it so they edited it and aired it so poorly that's why we're only getting one episode a week now and I doubt very highly that they're going to make the full year now here's the question do they keep the people in there for a year <laughs> not do these people think that people are actually watching the show I don't know because I don't know how much information they have people like normal people coming in because they're getting money from people coming in for yoga or people coming in for like a tour the uh, utopia experience it's called and I don't know are people telling them that like they're doing poorly and they're only airing one night a week I don't know if that's happening but it's just if they had flipped it and we got to know the people a little better than before they started yelling and screaming at each other I really do think it could have been something because what they're doing now is actually, it's not great, but it's so much better than what it started with. So Utopia, I'm sorry. I don't think you're going to last very much longer. I don't think they're going to get to create the Utopia that they thought they would. So that's reality. I'm sure there's other stuff. I feel like those are the only three things I was watching. I do have Top Chef on my list premieres this week, but it's also the fifth thing at 10 o'clock on Wednesdays that I'm recording. And so I can't record it um, until like later, but it always seems to take over my DVR and then something I really wanted to watch is on. So it's a struggle, but um, maybe I'll be talking about that soon. So that's reality. TV recommendations. So we just want to talk a little bit about things that are TV related or movie related that are TV likely, you know, things like that about TV. Mine was something I found this thing on TV tonight. It's a website started following me on Twitter and I went to look at it and it's just a really all-encompassing just TV listings. You know, I know that there's websites that have great TV listings, and, you know, sure, I could go to Zap to it, but I, then I have to find them and get them in the right zone and, and time zone and zip code and all that stuff. But on TVTonight.com has a guide. You can search for the show you're looking for, and it's just this really detailed map or guide of what is on and very easy to access. I also found another website that I didn't mention, but it was related. It was a what like song was on um, a TV show this week. And there's actually a website that's very dedicated to, I think it's tunefind.com. Well, you can, yeah. you can recommend that next week, Amory. Yes. So we'll <laughs> cut out that part. <laughs> um, but yes. So that's my recommendation. All right. Uh, my recommendation is The Flash. The 1990 uh, version, since we yeah. were talking about the Flash, <laughs> just super interesting that you know the, the guy that played the Flash in the 1990 version is now playing Barry Allen's dad on the new version. So cool, uh, love him, John, John Wesley Ship, and so, but very interesting show. Uh, talk about before it's time, a uh, type of a show. Bef not just before it's time, but before like you could really do it well, kind of. Uh, so. Good show, fun to watch, but also interesting, I would think, to watch just to see, like, what they tried to do to show him, you know, like, you know, kind of like an old school, you know, like a, a $6 million man type of thing. Like, that was like way, way before you could do anything to make it seem like somebody was running really fast. Yeah. Uh, type of thing. And so... Uh, this this sort of falls into that sort of category on the special effect type uh, thing, but but almost makes it even more fun to, to watch. And uh, but you know they have the episodes available on on a DVD and uh, on iTunes or Amazon uh, for digital download. So yeah, that's a uh, if if you like uh, if you like the Flash, it 
that's definitely worth checking out just uh just for the fun of it cool. i agree it's a great show it's pretty fun i've only seen the first couple of episodes but i'm trying to finish them up but they're they're funny they're good did a great job my recommendation is actually just something a little different for fun it's called ripped apparel and that's r-i-p-t apparel and actually we we found these by uh what it is is a bunch of people come in and do artwork for t-shirts and and you know other things like that and the artwork is good basically for one day so you can get in there and you can get the t-shirt for ten dollars or you know you can get a hoodie or whatever for more um and then after that day that the deal goes away and you can't get it anymore so it's it's kind of cool but uh a lot of times they'll feature stuff for arrow and the flash and and then they'll do some of the marvel stuff like i think they've got one that was like evo grushin where it's uh you know groot from the little sapling to it's kind of funny, but (laughs) there's a lot of random things that they'll do for, um, but it's all thematic based and, and a lot of it's superhero stuff. A lot of it's star Wars TV movie kind of stuff. And then there's some other things in there, but yeah, it's pretty fun thing. And then, so I always, you know, depending on what they're featuring, I say, Hey, you know, this is a flash one, or this is an arrow one, or this is a Gotham one or whatever, go for it. Enjoy. And we've been representing. It's been a, a fun, fun little place to go. Very cool. Have to check that out, Jason. We'll make sure that the website has all of the places that we've recommended. Um, yes, and get an affiliate for that. And Done. Get an affiliate. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. yeah. As yeah, as always, uh, the the links in the show notes are affiliate links, uh, which means we get a small percentage to help us nice. pay for things like uh, hosting and whatnot to, for the podcast. So yeah, support these guys. I don't even work for them, but support. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> help them out. <laughs> And on that note, thank you to Brian for joining us today. <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> this great chat about some really good shows that we've been watching. So you can find links to the news stories we talked about and our recommendations, as well as where you can find and hear Brian online in the show notes at tvtimes3.com slash 246. Next week, Jason and I and Ray will all be in the same town, in the same location, and we are all going to podcast together. We're going down to Orlando, my second time in Orlando this month. Um, I was talking before we started recording that I have not packed from my previous trip, and I'm just going to take the bag because why not? Um, Already ready I, to go. I bought groceries and left them at Ray's because I knew I was coming back in 10 days. <laughs> uh, so we'll be down there for the Sci-Fi Digital Press Tour. So Jason, Ray, and I will be recording an episode with us all in the same room. Uh, Ray is in charge of finding somewhere for us to have brunch on Sunday before we pick Kyle up at the airport. Yes, it <laughs> it's quite the uh, yeah, twi- quite the TV ex- excursion there for a a, a quick, so the gang will tu- a be quick turnaround. Here. Yes, uh, the opening and closing music is provided by IODA Promonet. The song is "TV Party" by the Asylum Street Spankers from their Mercurial title, put out by Yellow Dog Records. Yeah, I just wanted to mention uh, a couple quick notes on that. Is that uh, yeah, we'll be recording an episode all together, so that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, to do it actually in person where you can actually mm-hmm. see the other person and whatnot. But that episode will probably not post until we usually post on Wednesday. That'll probably not post till Thursday since I'll be traveling on Wednesday. Right. And uh, so that should be up sometime Thursday, the next week after this week, after this episode appears. And then the following week after that, uh, Emma Loggins from fanbolt.com and Kyle, who are also going to the sci-fi digital press tour will be on the podcast and we'll be actually talking about what we did and saw and heard and yes, asked about. Yes, because we're talking before and they're talking. We're talking Sunday before yeah. we actually go and they're talking after. 
And so, yeah, so we'll be able to talk about uh, what we find out about things like Ascension and uh, 12 Monkeys and a lot of the other sci-fi, new sci-fi stuff coming. Nice. Excellent. So thank you. I have to go feed my dog and eat my dinner and some tea. Cool. All right. Excellent. Thank you. Hopefully we'll have you back. Love to. Yeah, let me know if you need a third one. Happy to jump on. Yes. Cool. <laughs> we sit glued to the TV set all night and every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews.